You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of First of all, I just want to start off the show with a little hail to the chief because I think that the world felt a little bit lighter on Saturday. At least I did. How about you, bro? Yeah, you know, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm uh, you know, uh, I'm the type that likes to have everything, you know, completely figured out and followed through with and everything, you know? Yeah. I think you know that about me. And, um, you know, he just hasn't conceded yet. And they are really, really uh, putting on quite a show to, um, you know, uh, do what they can to, I, you know, I just, I don't know if he's ever going to, um, you know, uh, give it up. You know what I mean? I, I, he doesn't have to, technically. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to concede. <laughs> he doesn't have to do the, the call and everything, which for him would be apropos. You know what I mean? He's done everything against the norm so i really don't expect anything different going out <laughs> i mean you know it's it's kind of i awful. expect nothing is what i'm saying at this point i just i have no expectations this is this is what i'm you know aiming my uh my thoughts towards right now you know this piece that i just did behind me here um for those of you who are just listening i got uh basically a, a blue uh dog with a red cat sitting on top of them with the tolerance in the uh, cross down and across That's so perfect. well dude you know i mean there's going to be a lot of unrest and everything um but the sooner everyone you know gets to uh working on their tolerance the better yeah definitely man well <laughs> that simple <laughs> well i mean not to hate and be you know I'm, I'm uh, but like I said, I'm still a little crazy just because, you know, and it really hadn't quite sunk in yet. I, I, it's, you know, after this long of just, you know, every day looking at all the different, you know, CNN, Fox, BBC, um, you know, all the different websites and everything and just wincing pretty much almost every day. Mm. And I'm looking at the news for the past four years. <clears throat> it's going to take a little while to sink in. Yeah, well, for me, I mean, here's the thing, man. Like, you know, there wasn't a person <laughs> more pissed off w in 2016 than me, man. And everybody was like, or I, not everybody, but a lot of people around me were like, let's just give it a shot. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. Let's give it a shot. You know what I mean? Jesus fucking Christ, man. I it was, too. You know what? I did give it a shot for a little while, but it didn't take long before it was like, oh, man, this is but good. He, you know I don't what, even remember me, what it was because there's been so many things. But you know what for me, man? 
the great thing is finally it's like hey man i haven't heard a president giving a speech of unity in a really really long time man and god did that not like feel good actually say just like somebody not trying to uh not trying to <clears throat> went through an entire speech without calling anyone out yeah yeah <laughs> right I, I yeah i just haven't seen that you know what i mean it seems like every time there's a speech he's calling someone out he's you know uh yeah every single time he's calling someone out and and attacking them and i'm just i'm so used to it at this point yeah um but you know, you know like i said it's just like somebody acting like a fucking leader real quick teach i see our guests in the waiting room uh today you oh, wanna, yeah 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 you want to give a little introduction my buddy madman he's one of these guys that i've you know uh known since i started get up and getting up in the streets uh you know 10 years ago basically put on your red shoes and dance the blues to the song Welcome, Madman. How you doing, bro? How you doing? Good to see you, man. Uh, you guys can hear me? Yeah, yes, sir. Great. Yes, that was all right. absolutely. All it's right. always fun Sorry. trying to get this stuff all, you know, tuned in and everything. Are you a Are you a tech man, Madman? Uh, I've been trying to figure. I just bought a. I just got a new Apple ID, so it's been screwing up all the things I have in my house. So uh i had to reset all my like emails to log in i guess so here we are oh, man, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm not a tech wizard myself at all i am you know pretty close to an amk man when it comes to stuff like that and uh you know that's that's basically why i stopped with instagram you know what i mean <laughs> uh all these other social medias coming up and everything especially the one that disappears you know as soon as i heard that i was like what the fuck really i'm gonna i'm gonna spend time Teach, teach doesn't understand Snapchat, bro. You know what I mean? He doesn't understand why. <laughs> my why phone you... just, hold on a second. I got to turn my phone off. Someone just, uh... But anyway, no. Well, I you know just... what? It was, it was a school. It was the damn school. The school's calling me, like, all the time, the school's calling me and sending me all these emails and stuff like that. And it's about, hey, we're going to be having a meeting talking about what's going on with school. And it's like, you know what? Here's you go. Here's your meeting right yeah, there. But... Fuck you, yeah, because but... until we're at the school is open, <laughs> I don't want to hear shit from you. I don't want to hear oh. fucking shit from you. Oh, you know, we're going to be having a meeting on this day or that day or whatever. And we're going to be talking about, you know, I don't want to hear shit until you're like, okay, this is the day we're going to open up. Here's what we need to start doing. That's hey, all Man, I want to hear from them at this point. You don't have kids, right? Don't bro? have kids. Do you have kids, bro? <laughs> I don't have I don't have kids, man. Hey, and smart I'm move. Just like me, bro. Snapchat. Don't start. Snapchat, dude. <laughs> Good. Don't start now. Okay. Because, um, you know, if, before if, this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like the last um, thing that I wanted to bring my kids into was a world with a fucking pandemic, you know, and they're telling me, Daddy, why can't we go play with our, our friends and stuff? And, you know, my twins are 10 years old now. And, <clears throat> you know, dude, you were around when they were just months old, you know? Remember coming to yeah, the house and everything? Home, for sure. Yeah, Teach, yeah, man. you guys know each other from when Teach first started getting up, man. Like, that was a long time ago. Oh. This man has, has gotten old as fuck, man. That's what... <laughs> he used to look a lot. Look at all the gray. <laughs> I didn't have that when I got started, bro. It yeah, I used to like know that. him when he was, it was just clean cut. Yeah, it was just all, you know. <laughs> no glasses. Nice and, I, and look at that. Look at that. <laughs> What's going on yeah, back there? 
Yeah, I did crazy, like, you know, mohawk you had back in the day and, you know, all that stuff, man. Man, <laughs> what's happened? What happened? <laughs> no. Hey, kids, man. I'm telling you, don't don't have the kids unless you're ready to just, you know, start a different life. You know, if, if, uh, if you like, uh, you know, enjoy doing things and then stopping in the middle of what you're enjoying doing and, and you know, just no. doing something completely You've different already- that is not fun. Then maybe you should have kids, you know. Yeah, well, uh, you've always been about it, bro. You've always been about your kids and stuff, man. You're you're a role model as hell. So, well, uh, thanks, bro. I had, I had entered that point in my life where it's like, you know what? Being an artist, I've already you know accomplished some things. Being in the Pentagon, this, that, and the other. Like, you know, it'd be kind of cool for me to just party my way on out of here and digress and die because you know a lot of people own my artwork and they would love for me to be dead and everything. So, you know, it's either <laughs> no. it's either that or start mentoring kids, you know. And then the whole family thing popped up and is like, you know what? I can now that I got these damn kids, I can't fuck around like that anymore. Bad man, you know? you'll, you'll be you'll be fine. As an artist, do you have that mentality, man? Like, ah, shit. If I die, like my artwork will be worth more money, man. Because this is how this man thinks right now. <laughs> you, you know? Jeez. <laughs> hey, it's, hey, it's, I, just, just a little sorry, Barbara, right? But it's not how I think it does. It's how I think a little bit. But it's how some <laughs> of my customers think, okay? <laughs> so I got, some, I got some sketchy customers, some of them, I'm clients, I should say, that, you know. Yeah, who you wonder, selling Should to, I have done business Jesus. with this person? <laughs> Tell me this, John. Have you ever had a client where you're like, I don't know if I should have done business with that dude? I don't think I've ever been like, oh shit, another call from this person that just wants me to die. <laughs> another call. I just have another call from this dude or this girl that wants to commission me before I'm dead. <laughs> I have. <laughs> God damn it, another one? Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you for that deal they hit me up on Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook for over seven months, bro. I mean, I, I, commissions. I mean, another one, dude. <laughs> I just, yeah, so I just this point, Everyone's got tons of money during this pandemic. You know what I mean? I just log into my old social media accounts just to see if I have any work, man. You know, like some old school stuff that you might have reached out months ago and talked to. I've lost a lot. Of, I've, I've left a lot of social media accounts, actually. I'm, I'm just on social... Uh, Instagram and fuck man that algorithm all this crazy shit today is keeping me fuck I don't even know how much progress you can make nowadays as like a a person that's not trying to do what the algorithm is trying to get you to do you know yeah, yeah so, it's true man the time of day and everything yeah no yeah you're right I have to people tell me like, on hey. TikTok like <laughs> yeah, people, you got to start doing dances, bro. That, that's the thing, dude. You, you I'm know, not, I'm not doing TikTok. I'm not doing it. I'm not. No, I think that's thanks, bro. I think that's how that uh, Teach felt about Snapchat. You, you know what I mean? It's like, oh man, like Teach always. Yeah. Teach always tells me he thought computers were a fad, bro. He thought the internet was like the something internet. that was gonna yeah, come well, and go. Back yeah. in the day, okay. Back in the day, things were different. Okay. You know, you're you didn't have a MySpace. Yes, I did. Okay, you had yes, MySpace. I did. Okay. I did have a MySpace. It's only because my to... friends were bugging the hell out of me. They're like, dude, if you're gonna be an artist, you need to at least have your shit up on MySpace, okay? Like, come on. Yeah. But then it was Facebook. That was the thing. So then I was on Facebook. Okay. Oh, that was right. devastating. You know? All these fucking artists, passwords. Man. Fucking passwords. I hate passwords. That's one of the reasons why I don't do a lot of things. Um, just use, just use password then, one two, then three. Then the Instagram. Man. I just had to remember passwords I... to get onto this Zoom call. So, yeah, I'm right there <laughs> with you, bro. I mean. yeah. And for someone who has, you know, partial dyslexia, 
you know, with the numbers, every time I'm logging on to one of these Zoom, this is my biggest anxiety is, is dialing in the numbers. Because when I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking over here, you know, for most people, like, oh, sure, problem. For someone like me, it's like, okay, shit. Okay, well, those switch back around. Let me hold on a second. Let me make sure I. Fuck, okay, fuck so here's, here's the question. Here's the question. What kind of passwords are you creating? Are you creating like crazy numbers and social security that kind of shit or? No, I finally figured out a way, like a, a way of, of making it simple and, and, it, and it works great. But I just, you know, anytime anything comes up where I have to have a password this day and age, I'm just like automatically, uh, I was know? wondering if you're going to drop some of your passwords here on the Zoom call. But, you know, I guess <laughs> Yo, hey, can we get me, buddy? Let's get into the let's get into the interview, man. Fuck, I've never we've never been like 15 minutes in and like. Hey, dude, this is how we go. You know how we go. I'm gonna say, like to uh, you know, form shit like okay. Uh, you, you know what though? Number two. You're right though, Madman. Like it's it, it's kind of cool today because you guys already know each other for a long time, so there's already like a vibe going on. Like we're already having a good time. I think that that's what the listeners kind of like look for they're just looking to hang out you, you know what i mean but a lot of times we don't know the people as well so we need to kind of like formally kind of step into the interview man so tell me i mean how did how did you guys meet like back in the day did T, uh just through the scene or maybe teach could tell us a little bit it was it was uh because of merrill's in fairfax basically right oh uh, okay yeah some of the first you know uh anything was ever on you know doing posters stickers back in the time you know that was probably what 2000 i'd say 10 to 12 yeah. Hell yeah. We we were we were a lot of us were doing posters. A lot of us were on La Brea and just hitting everywhere like traction, all the stuff, and just yeah. getting up. And then you, um, just yeah, getting to know each other through just I don't know, just that, like shows, that, people. Are Are you from uh, uh, California? Uh, so yes so my thing is like a teeter-totter i go back and forth i was born in san diego i was born well escondido california uh nice. and then and then my uh my parents moved uh to washington for a couple of years and they moved to arizona and okay. then so i spent my teen my teenage years in arizona and then when i was 21 uh i moved to los angeles with uh now my fiance mallory um, and we didn't know nobody. We just, you know, we just did the change our lives up. Uh, what part of LA did you move to? Uh, our first year were in um, Santa Monica. So I think we lived in like Barrie and Wilshire. Oh, wow. Uh, so, so we're up in there for yeah. our first year. And we had like a, a couple roommates and stuff like that. We got linked up through some uh, friends and stuff. And like had a roommate for a year or two. And um, I moved over here with a corporate job, so I got a transfer. Both both me and my girl did, and that's how we, you know, we moved over here, oh, transferring our jobs uh, from from Phoenix. And we were very fortunate to do that back in two thousand nine, ten. Uh, that was crazy, and uh, those were oh, big dude, moments. So you man. just gotten here basically when you got started with doing street art. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I had a so I was going for like. Uh, uh, I was coming off like a graphic design degree, so I wanted to be like Stussy. I wanted to go work for Hurley or something. I wanted to go work for Vans or something. So I was working at uh, Coca-Cola. It's not a shame to say that, but uh, I was working at Coca-Cola at the time. And uh, the day that my boss came to promote me into sales and like grow my 
my future in Arizona, I came with him with a transfer slip and <laughs> said, no, nah, man, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going 360. I'm going to LA, bro. I'm 400 miles away. <laughs> Surprise employee. No, no. And they're like, and they were, and, and they were like, why? And I'm like, I don't know yet. I'm just going to go figure it out. <laughs> I'm just going to go do it. Wow. Did you always kind of want to return back to uh, Southern California because you're from San Diego? Like, did it always kind of like, uh, was that looming oh, in the back of your sure. mind? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. for sure, man. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, growing up now, I mean, I'm 33, so, but growing up now makes a lot of sense and, you know, kind of, uh, being a little different, always kind of a little different minded. I think just growing up in Phoenix a little bit, uh, not many people been to California and not many people have seen the ocean, really? uh, stuff like that. So, you know, uh, growing up here, mm, you know, just well, part of a, uh, Phoenix, basically. I live downtown now. I mean, I live a little north to downtown, uh, but I used to, I come from Tempe, like, you know, college kind okay. of town. I actually right. lived in Scottsdale for um, actually, what was that, six months? I didn't know that. And, uh, yeah, until it started hitting summer and, the, and it was like triple digit weather. And I'm like, holy shit, it's hot as fuck here. I'm out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, what, I that's love what Phoenix because it's like a, I call it like a well-kept room. Everything's all nice and, and, and tidy, at least in the most most parts of the city. I mean, there's some yeah. parts that are, you know, maybe a little run down, but I didn't see many of them. You know what I mean? Um, it has, I mean, it has, its, it has its fine parts. It has its normal metropolis, you know, like it's, it's gigantic. I mean, we're one of the, one of the largest cities. Uh, but just a lot of people think we live in the Grand Canyon or some shit. You know? <laughs> no you're, one, no you're one's an hour like, and a half from the Grand Canyon, right? I mean, I grew up here and I never even been there. Just like, <laughs> I mean, if you're from Arizona, you kind of see this shit every day. So I mean, no, it's really true. Know. It's true. It's like if you're from you LA, like how often do you go to fucking Hollywood Boulevard and just walk around because you want to be around the fucking tourists? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's, it's not well, very I'm, often. You know? Boulevard putting pieces up, but you know, that, I'm from Florida, and, yeah. and I've never been to the Florida Keys. You know what I mean? Like uh, people are like, what? You've never been to the Keys? And I'm like. Nope. Just, you know, it's, oh, I'm from West I'm Covina. From the other end. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm from West no, Covina, no, but you know, growing up, I'm just like you, man. I had to uh, move around a lot because, uh, uh, well, for me, it was for my dad's job actually. So I had to live in Malaysia for a little bit. I lived in Taiwan for a little bit during those kind of like high school years. So that really sucked. Yeah. You, you know, you know, I'm moving moving around in in those years. But uh, basically, yeah. LA is home, and I I was saying that. It's kind of funny because a lot of people are leaving L.A. right now, man. Like a shit ton of people. The, they call yeah. it what? The mass L.A. exodus right now. <clears throat> because, uh, I mean, shit, because of coronavirus, man. And I, I mean, you know what, man? And also the homeless problem, man. Jesus Christ, dude. If you go down to, if you, go down to uh, you know, Echo Park, man. Back in the day, it's like, you know, you get some like Mexican street vendor food. You know, you get your fake ID there, and then you, you know, it's it's like you know, like kind of like an urban neighborhood, but but now, man, it's like straight up people from Coachella camping around the like the lake and shit like that. You, you know? Yeah, it's a yeah, different here, man. People yeah. send me photos. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just like, dude, like I, I'm not surprised because it's like, hey, man, you could be like living in a really really fancy apartment, and right across the street, man, you got a bunch of freaking tents set up. Like these these dudes are just like living living like Coachella weekend 10, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> right there, it's, right just, there. it's continuing to expand. And if, uh, if you know, we're like, um, I was just down there the other uh, night on Argyle and Franklin. 
right there we can get on the 101. Um, there's all kinds of tents there now. Yeah. I mean, and even uh, not far from me um, here in Encino, there's, there's tents here now on the underpass. So anyway, you know what? Let's get, when did the art come along? in your in your uh, life johnny um madman when did the uh when did you start getting into art like um, at what age were you like that kid back in the you know in in, in elementary school that the kids went to to get them to draw things or when when did oh, you yeah, realize you was, were doing art yeah this goes way back man this is uh it, it wasn't planned to do art that way because i've just kind of snake you know gone uh crazy with the direction of art in my life but this starts way back in drawing with my dad. My dad was an illustrator, uh, but he was also a musician. And um, he kind of, he left art with, for music and was a drummer and uh, uh, went on tour with like Willie Nelson and stuff. I mean, uh, oh, you know, in bands with Willie Nelson and stuff. Dude, that's serious, Yeah, just like, man. you know, opening, opener bands and stuff like this. But like, yeah. you know, through like the 60s, 70s, dude, my dad was clicking and, um, kind of taught me though, you know, that, 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 that kind of life was, was, uh, preferred, you know, hang out with artists, be around creative people. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, he always said they were the best people in the world. And, uh, so I went to, so when, every time, ever since I could, I've been taking art classes or anything I could to draw, even to pottery. I mean, I took uh, to graphic arts, you know, to the, to the computer stuff, you know, and, uh, on the first Macs, all that you know all the crazy little bubbles computers and everyone was like what the shit is this you know this is not gonna stick this is too hard well we, we... <laughs> don't worry bro you're like my you're like my you know one of my big peers in life bro don't worry about it <laughs> you're gonna say i'm like your dad weren't you and that's okay how old is your dad uh he's like in the 70s bro. Okay. don't worry about that <laughs> you're not your son <laughs> <Not far. laughs> sorry go ahead man. this uh, is first of all know, first... we were doing we, we were doing we were doing uh yeah go for it go oh for no, it. no 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 go ahead i was just gonna say like it's really interesting man i think like it's kind of special when a father and son kind of have like that art bond we had recently had a uh, the Brujo, which were our father and son street art team, actually. And they yeah. get up together in the streets. And I always found... It's the picture like, of their grandfather. Well, yeah. the, one of their yeah. grandfathers, the other Yeah, father. and then I always yeah. felt like it's so cool to be able to have, like, kind of, especially, like, your father kind of, like, mentor you in terms of, like, your creativity, too. Because so many of us, I think, especially uh, it, myself and other people on the show, it's like, you kind of have to almost fight your family to be an artist, <laughs> you, you know, a lot of times. Well, you like, know, there's a good question. How much. much of an influence did your dad have on your style? Yeah. Uh, well, that's the, that's, that's the difference. Like my dad didn't, uh, my dad started off with like cool little, um, characters or whatever. Cause I was drawing characters, but, uh, my dad's more like a painter. Like, I don't know. He turned into like he house painter, uh, like a corporate painter, like, you know, big buildings, big business type thing. He'll, he'll go out with, you know, a sprayer and a team kind of thing. Uh, and then, and then when I grew up, he used to go paint houses. I was like a weekend job and stuff, you know, like my dad's a hard ass worker, man. My, I do grew up with not seeing my dad a lot cause he was just working any job he could. So, and, uh, so he, he really structured like hard work, like pays mm. off kind of thing. Mm. And, and then as a, 
as like a art mentor kind of secondary of like, oh, if you can get to that point, well, then you're, you, you can, you're unstoppable. Like you can do whatever you, you need to do. You know what I mean? But the fundamentals were all about the hard work and uh, putting in even extra time just to make sure things are smooth as we go forward, you know, stuff like this. So, but then with the illustration, he was more of like a kind of a, like a seventies illustrator where you draw like just melting mushrooms and just happy faces and just these weird suns and you know, it's just everything like this. Right. I always wanted him to do like those black and white posters, uh, uh, black and white ink and all that and stuff. So you can see in the dark, dark room and all that stuff. Cause I thought he'd be trippy as hell. Like those felt posters, basically, like back um, in the day, like those black light ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's and, so, that's um, so like groovy, man. Those I, now, why I chose uh, like bold illustration might just come from my graphic design choices. I really I like really big logo stuff, big simplest. How how much can you break something down? Type logo, like types illustration. Yeah. So I have a lot it, it, it of respect let me, for that, man. That's a, that's a huge talent to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah. Just breaking it down, uh, interests me a lot. So it just, when I started with illustration and just doing characters and stuff, I was like, what's my point of view of this? And we just, I just worked on this for years of breaking it down, you know? And, um, I started there with stickers at my corporate job in Los Angeles, you know, while I was at on, on, uh, on the clock at Coca-Cola, I was, all around the city, especially when they threw me into the wolves, you know, Los Angeles County, they threw me everywhere. I, I, I was going up to the foothills all the way to Slauson uh, and Crenshaw and just anywhere in between. And, you know, uh, looking at everything around me. And that was all just paste ups, graffiti, stickers. I mean, you could see one dude uh, from the foothills all the way to Slauson. I mean, you see the path you're just like this I, is the way you went. and everywhere in between and i started going like hey like i could easily put shit up and be anonymous and just like do this through this job because this job is gonna job kind of takes me everywhere anyway so i just started like drawing <laughs> drawing one-on-ones madman style. like back in the th day that was just when it was spelt out madman and it was about like the a homeless guy that lived in my uh dumpster in santa monica and that's why I was drawn a lot. And because uh, that's what you first that's what that's the image I remember that you were first getting up with moving um, moving from Phoenix to Hollywood. Uh, I was just like, holy shit, look at all these homeless people. And that was 2009 2010. So I mean, I can't I can't. Yeah, what's happened in the last 10 years in Los Angeles still to this day is devastating. Yep. It makes yeah, it so, uh, very undesirable. A lot of areas are getting even more undesirable. Um, what yeah. are you pulling up there, Jim? Oh, yeah, okay. there you go. For those of you yeah. who are just listening, uh, James just pulled up of uh, Madman's old pieces and uh, has the, uh, the iconic uh, homeless man. And uh, <laughs> he's got, he's holding a, a, a board that says, thank God I'm no celebrity. <laughs> yeah, I I just had like the homeless thing, and then the celebrity gossip and drama. I was just like, what is what does everyone really think here in Hollywood, man? You're like in between of being homeless and being celebrity. So like, <laughs> like that, what dude. is the what is this? <laughs> you it's know, funny because celebrities look like the homeless. 
that's yeah it's... my first couple of years in hollywood i was just like what is this like what are, what are we trying okay i came here for this and now i'm discovering this dude so, that's like, what i wanted to say like people always think of and like no one's telling me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's yeah, telling people, me people Everyone's always like throwing me out and <laughs> yeah, people always think Let's it's like hey Holly man does this go cool. yeah 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 <laughs> Who I love were, people. Uh, who were I've some never, of the first? I'm sorry, James. Go ahead. No, I'm saying people always think they, you know, especially people uh, from other states. You know, they think California, Hollywood, the glitz and glam. All they're really thinking about is palm trees in the sky. Actually, if you think about it, you know, they don't think to look down on the floor. Sign. Yeah, they they don't think to it's look down on the floor uh, where, where all the the needles and the the trash. <laughs> you know, what I mean, that, and that's that's what really are, what it is, yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm sure that's like a crazy. It's a lot of uh... A lot of thirty-second posts, you know. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot. Of, I think that was a culture Batman, shock. Who were, who were some of the guys that you uh, started hanging out with, like when you first started getting up? Um, one well, the beginning. I mean, I was kind of getting up right before, like you know, lab art and all this. Man, we can. It's so crazy how far we can all go back. Uh, ten years ago, just such so short of time, but yet it was ten years ago. Uh, you know, this was when before that, and so. You know, our peers were everyone hitting posters, everyone hitting the streets, and like, there was no gallery yet, right? There was just it was just that freedom of I knew these people, but like I don't really know them. And then I started getting DMs, uh, and I think it was at yeah the Bronson Bar on Sunset and Gower or something like that up there, and um, it was with I want to say phobic and common sense felix yeah. these Ooh, kind of common people. sense and uh, felix yes they we got to get these guys on too and maybe like goop or some, goop not goop master but uh oh man i remember that dude he was an interesting some, situation <laughs> he does yeah, there's that. some other people uh, yeah. around that time and like morally like i just i mean like all these great all these greats and yeah, a lot um, of the uh the good uh, people have been on the podcast definitely yeah for sure. I mean, for sure. And like L2B crew, I mean, we had oh, yes. uh, anything from, uh, yeah. Oh, LA so, Blue, Dave. For sure. And those cats are real, man. And uh, much love yeah. to them forever. Uh, yeah, you had all kinds of TCF. You had uh, all, yes. all, a bunch of people, a bunch of people, man. Just coming through. I, I lived on Melrose. I lived on uh, Santa Monica and Fairfax after. Santa okay, Monica so you moved apartment. from Santa Monica over to uh, the Arts District, basically. In All the way, yeah. Because I was going to to Hollywood every night from Santa Monica to put up posters and put up stuff. Once I started doing <laughs> stuff, and I was just like, "Fuck this three-hour commute." Which is six miles. Over a span where you should only take 15 minutes. I love the mentality. At first, he was like, yeah, I'm from Arizona. I'm going to move to L.A. I'm going to move by the beach. Like, you know, it's right. And then you go to Santa Monica. And then you're like, fuck, that I'm doing it. work out. <laughs> you're like, I'm, do I'm like, by the inward. beach, but I'm trying to go to the get the posters. Now I got to move to Melrose. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. And like, wherever I planted, I knew that I wasn't going to be forever. So like, we started there with some people we could be roommates with and, you know, uh, gain access to the knowledge of what it is to live in Los Angeles, you know? Definitely. Because uh, that's, that's what really we wanted to do. We weren't there to fuck around. So, like, you know, I was working that job 50, 60 hours a week, 
and so was my now fiance Mallory, you know, uh, she was working as well at a corporate job 50, 60 hours a week. And we were just on our off time, man, we were just so happy to be in our own world. And that was what we moved away to do and the, the goals that we set for ourselves in Los Angeles. So, you know, I spent the first like three years just stoked as shit, just go, you know, just go gullible, vulnerable, just out of my mind. I can't believe I changed my life. I can't believe I have a partner to do it with and I'm, I'm, I'm making friends and stuff like that. And when a uh, poster artist started hitting me up, uh, like, like Common Sense and Felix and stuff, they took me out and stuff like that. And like, you know, it was the first crew group of people that were inviting to me, you know, cause otherwise I was just anonymous. I was just minding my business and my job. And then on the weekends, I was like, this is my release. I can be anonymous. I can be out there and I don't have, you don't have to commit, you know, you don't have to, there's just, I'm putting up posters or I'm not, I'm putting up stickers or I'm not, I'm painting or I'm not, you know what I'm saying? It was not for anything. There was no gal. There was no street it's art like gallery therapy, that, that we knew of that we were now on the hunt for whatever happened there in those years of, of craziness there. But, uh, you know, I used to jump off rooftops of buildings and stuff and hear other people getting on rooftops and buildings or jumping into trash cans and, or, or running off and losing their, I mean, just in the neighborhood, you cops. just hear Did you people. you ever have problems with the cops? They ever roll up on you? You ever run from them? Yes, and that's when I changed my name to MDMN. I got more professional about my shit. Bro. That's exactly why I did it too, bro. <laughs> and, and with and let me tell you something. Shout out because they're the ones that took me out, and they're the ones that got me my ass handed to to me by cops. So you know, they they uh, they serenaded me into the LA ways. <laughs> there, they got me out to jump. They so. got you addicted. <laughs> But you know we, you know we were hitting up in Culver City one night, and uh, I was halfway through my like six foot, seven foot, two two piece face, and uh, big. Yeah, the cops turn the corner, see us. They all start running. I walk straight to the cop car. I mean, I'm I don't know what I'm thinking. I just stop, and uh, guy gets out fucks me up <laughs> what do you mean what do you me mean up fucks you up and puts me in the back oh he like need me in the chest to get me the like, first thing because i'm just walking to him you know needs me in the chest put puts me into the on, on his cop car handcuffs me and uh just fucking ready to rip my head off and then the good cop parks the car <laughs> and walks around you know and they throw me in the, the thing and say, who are your friends? What are you guys doing here? All this stuff. And we're just like, man, we're just putting up posters, man. I don't, you know, I don't know nobody. I, this is my first time, dude. This is my first time out with, <laughs> with them. And, you know, they're legendary. So I was just like, I'm not, I'm not saying shit. I don't know who those people were. I'm just putting up posters, whatever. We don't know mm -hmm. this is a school or whatever. <laughs> we're just in the wrong neighborhood. How'd, how'd you get here? I don't know how I got here. Uh, I took the train from where? I don't know where I took the train from. Like, this guy was just slamming the door in my face, just so pissed, dude, over and over again, losing his shit. And uh, they, pull, they pull those two from around the corner. They pull them into the scene. They pull them up. They caught them down the street. And they, uh, they open the door and say, so you're, so you're, you're not going to tell me right now that you don't know these two right here? And I just look at both of them and go, no, no I don't. <laughs> and that guy <laughs> slammed that door as hard as he could. He was screaming as, as hard as he could because I was wasting this dude's time. 
He called yeah. us everything. He like threw all our fucking wallets out in the street. All our stuff is out here. Called us pussies, like whatever. And we all crawl back when we're released. There's one car in this parking lot that we denied for like an hour that wasn't ours. And we all three just crawl over to that car and get in that car. And we have to do a U-turn in front of these cops, man. <laughs> and we just, we all three just and we just go and we just leave and and there's like i'm so sorry madman that never happens <laughs> i'm like i am never going out with you guys i'm never going out with anybody again dude <laughs> well first of all dude first of all big ups to not snitching it at all okay okay that's, okay. that, that that's, that's like one of the better stories we've heard bro that's, that's awesome man hey, thank you, gotta, you so you got to believe their names now because i just said on the thing you know but uh <laughs> Okay. No, hey, oh, yeah. see, that's, that's why we do this not live. But we, but we continued to work with each other for a long time after that. That was almost like initiation. Those dudes were the shit, and we had a, and a wild, wild couple of years after that, man. So, Hell yeah, It didn't man. stop us. What do you mean? Like you kept going? <laughs> you kept getting up? You didn't learn well, your lesson? I picked up a can after that, and that's when I was like, <laughs> okay, this is, my, this is my jam. This Ooh. is what I like to do. <laughs> Damn okay, man. wait a second. So wait, before that, you hadn't done any uh, spraying? I was doing like seven foot stencil posters. I was just making like mass posters, you know. You uh, weren't doing any freehand? Not at the time. I think that maybe Holy let it fly, shit, like, like let it fly and stuff was like, they, a lot of other places kind of brought in a, uh, an outlet to do more, more spray, but I wasn't doing it like a, a out out on my weekends or anything like that. No, I was just uh, doing posters and I would make them at home by stenciling them and cutting stencils and using spray paint. But uh, Dude, that's awesome. On. I mean, you, you look at uh, what you used to do and then your work you're doing now. Dude, you know, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, doing a lot of amazing spray can work now, dude. Hey, like, I, yeah, I wish I- Did you ever I see I yourself do doing this? <laughs> No, I, and I wish I would have started uh, even younger, you know, but because uh, I wouldn't even have done those posters probably. But at the same time, there was a purpose and a time for everything. So, dude, man, I, uh, I mean, I, think I got that, the I got the pleasure to just basically scrolling through your entire feed just to go back and get, find that homeless paste guy paste up back in the day. And God yeah, damn, I kept dude. a couple of them on there. Yeah, I kept a couple of them on there. I mean, dude, God damn, man. Your style, first of all, I love the color, man. It, it just pops. And I'm so happy that, you, you know, uh, you talked about that you work with Phobic because I kind of kind of see how your guys kind of style complement each other with the characters, actually. You know, so it's so cool. Yeah. But I, I want to uh, just bring it back real quick. I just saw this because you were constantly changing your style and developing it, man. There's like some pieces... As an uh, artist should, man. That's, yeah, that's man. what artists do. I, I mean, we're gonna have to get into some of these characters, man. But uh, uh, you know, I, I love the I love the kind of like the transition period that you went from like paste ups to uh, uh, to characters. That, I mean, spray cans and things like that, man. I don't know, man. This piece just really, really stuck out to me, man. You know, can you tell us a little bit about this piece, man? Because like it's kind of like this in between when you were going from a. Uh, uh, posters uh, to, um, you know, to spray can. And there's also this other one that kind of, and I, this is when I saw, I was like, dude, this is when you first started picking up wow. uh, the, that, that can and like kind of doing that flow. Yeah, dude. yeah. So yeah, tell us a little bit yeah, about this so, piece, man. Yeah, so these, man, what is this from? This is like 2012. Yeah, these yeah. are, um, 
this is more like my dad's style. So my dad had these real circular kind of characters that had these real small faces and like kind of squiggle faces and stuff. Uh, and this actually, I gave this to my parents when I, when I like made them or whatever, I just like brought them home and gave them to them. And they were sitting in their kitchen, they were hanging in the kitchen for a while, but it was, it, this piece is called connection. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty much like my mom and dad. And that's uh, awesome, bro. Dude, that's awesome, man. It was I, just I, more of, it was more of like me trying to feel out my, my style by starting with kind of like my dad's style, minimal and like small. And then I kind of just got bolder and bolder, but. Dude, that's but, uh, awesome. This man. was a phase where I was trying to distinct myself from that 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 homeless like madman character to okay, what am I really going to do? Like, I need to start. What do I really paint? What do I really draw every day? Like, what do my faces look like? What is what is other what what does other stuff look like? You know what I mean? So, I kind of started with a mix between me and my dad's style, and then it kind of just kept getting from there. And that kind of what started. I love, but those pieces are rad, man. I love those pieces still. Yeah, dude. Hell I mean, yeah. to see your uh, your development, I, I never seen those. Um, oh yeah. So this is, this is a big treat for me. And then and then we see the piece uh, on the wall behind you there. Uh, tell me about that mm -hmm. one. Uh, the Madman, the Radman, uh, came from Yukux in 2018, and uh, it was just kind of like. Uh, uh, I'm a part of another brand called Rad Times, and we just we just like to make the rad of our of our life, man. We we have a lot to be appreciative and grateful for. So, I kind of say rad a lot. I say you know gnarly a lot. I say rad times a lot. So, Madman the Rad Man became a thing, and then we just like kept going off of Rad Man and all these things. So, uh, I made like this like uh, kind of retro show on paper with Brandon Sapinski in 2018 uh, at Ucux. And it was on paper and all glitched out and all old school. So, and just ink in a couple nice. colors. So that piece is from there. Um, but you know, my, my ultra character has probably become uh, what today, what I, what I paint most nowadays, you know, I've put them uh, from throwy to all the way to the museum and to characters, graphics, t-shirts, all this stuff. So he's now called alt 87, uh, just short for ultra. And then 87 is the year I'm born. It's just taken like 10 years to develop that dude. <laughs> dude, but, no, uh, I, I know what you mean. 87 man. was the year I graduated high school. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's a good year to graduate, dude. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take anything 87, bro. I'll take anything. This is, this is the character that you're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, all eight so so dude man i i think we're jumping a little bit of ahead because i kind of want to get into like how this character progressed because like i said i i actually was very fortunate to kind of scroll through your whole feed so from those faces man what i kind of saw was you kind of develop this character next uh uh in the evolution man which is which is kind of cool and uh you know you know from those faces i can see kind of like the evolution of, of your next phase, man, you know, and this phase, I remember seeing these guys, you yes. know, and I, I love up of those and stuff. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I mean, I, maybe I'm weird, but you know, this is a pretty hot chick for a, for a drawing, man. You know, I can't, I can't do this. Kind of <laughs> no, uh, James, you're not weird because I share the same opinion. It is a uh, beautiful young lady and she has a nice figure on her. Uh, where did the inspiration Russian. come from? Just watching a lot of sci-fi, man. I'm a sci-fi nerd, so mm. oh, yeah. uh, I real like I real like old school cheesy sci-fi sci-fi channel. I mean, uh, cheap movie production sci-fi. I mean, but uh, 
it was it was just in that wonder of you know making these new characters you know i, I put way more clothing on them now <laughs> but uh <laughs> Dude, man but, but no you know, it was a, like i said it was a place to start it was kind of like sexy hollywood uh it was just a mixture of my environment at the time i think a lot of my these evolutional you know curves i think there's just a lot what i was doing in hollywood or traveling or when I started doing things I just progressed and started putting those into my characters as along the way so maybe yeah, that's like a, that's awesome know, maybe you're doing like what a true artist should you're taking what's going on right at the time and you're putting it into your artwork man awesome yeah and I and, and that was like my first shirt uh, her name's galaxy uh I, I did a lot of things uh, uh what are the uh, uh this did, is the face is that like uh, someone you know or is that just from how did you get to come up with the face exactly uh, uh, Mallory, my, my, is definitely a lot of my muse back in that time. Uh, and then I just progressed to draw just anybody and everybody, you know, and, but yeah, she was definitely my muse for a lot of my starting points there. If you look back and one of those girls, that's convenient. Probably now. <laughs> <Dude, laughs> but you know, she had to be stuff. stoked too. It was like, you know, my wife had did another piece with me. Hey man, Look. give it to the queen, dude. You know? Hell yeah. I love Amen that. to that, man. Hey. Here's to the women and all the shit they deal with from us. You know what I'm saying? Absolute, dude. Absolute. Thank Absolute. you for uh, supporting us, uh, graffiti and street artists. Uh, thanks so much. It's been, it's been a hell, man. I can tell you uh, a funny-ass story about Mallard, if you want, being my assistant, doing posters. Oh, yeah. Um, I hit that building uh, above the undefeated store in La Brea. Yep. Yeah. It's like uh, we're, you know, where the Obey is and stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. been for uh, two decades now. Uh, I put a poster on there and I told her to come with me. I'm like, hey, drive this car and, and just, you know, be my cover. I'm going to go hit this big ass building. It's going to be tight, but I need a getaway driver. I'm, I'm nervous, you know? <laughs> so I set up, I set up everything, dude. I have her come. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I have her come. I'm like, this is what I do. Okay. You're going to, this is her first time. This is, you're, this is what I do. Okay. <laughs> Dressed to the nines in black. A hoodie. I got the pole. I got the pole. The sword in the back. I got the bucket paint. I got the gallon wheat face for no fucking reason. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going up there to put up this seven foot poster or whatever, and I do it. And I come back and I'm like on the thing and I'm like, hey, where are you? I'm coming down the ladder. Uh, meet me at the bottom of the ladder so we can get out of here. She's like, cool. And I get down to the bottom of the ladder, and there she is by herself with no car. <laughs> she just she just walked all the way down this alleyway to get me at the bottom of the stairs so we could walk all, like quarter mile back <laughs> and then we got in the car and i said this is not how this works she goes this is too much stress for me you need to find friends <laughs> yeah, at least it was never my at least with two people it's less conspicuous though so i know her i, I could kind of see <laughs> she never she never Help me do that get away ever again. <laughs> or walk away. She's like my she she's my she's my she's my manager now, but she was not then, that's for sure. Dude, that, that, but, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, those, I have a, I have a similar story. Um my wife went with me downtown uh LA to the LA Times and I had taken a uh a paper machine, a newspaper machine that was all beaten up and everything, and I made like a face out of it and everything. And then at the time, the, the message to it was that um, computers were killing the newspaper, basically. 
And so I had like this thing with his tongue sticking out with a, um, you know, the apple, the Macintosh apple on it with a bite taken out. And then I had it laid over. Okay. So I took it down there, drop it off on the sidewalk and had my wife filming it, you know, me dropping it down. And then I put the caution cone that I brought with me, you know, back in the back of the truck, I hop in the truck and I'm like, okay, you know, hop on in sweetie. And as she's coming to hop in, she just <laughs> rails herself on the, 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 the top of the door. You know what I mean? Get back. She didn't duck her head down far enough. It was like, boom. And she stepped back a couple of steps. And I thought she was going to fall down out cold. Instantly. Like, I'm, instantly I'm like, over okay, it. Just, She's instantly just, over it. <laughs> just fall this way. Just fall into the car. My first thought was fall into the car. Fall into the car. If you're going to fall down, fall into the car. Come on. And, and then she finally started coming forward. Like, you know, she's half dazed and slowly gets in the car. I'm sitting there going, okay, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Close the door. And, and you know, in my mind, I'm going, nope, nope, that's it. That's it. Not going to do it again. And of course she's like, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I we set them up, man. I don't know. Set up to fail. I don't know. But oh, I, I really do uh, miss those times, you know, uh, I say a lot that I, I, I got the kind of ca the caboose of the culture, um, but I do really miss those rooftops alone and at night and the thrill of it all and, you know, yeah, before you knew, before you knew it was supposed, you know, you know, anything else, it was just uh, entirely free to be in Los Angeles at that time doing that kind of stuff. It was so um, character building, yeah. Absolutely, man. When you when you have enough guts to get up and do something like that, then you can find the you know the motivation to get you going. Yeah, you just doing a lot of things. You just felt like you know? a part of something without you know what it is like clout and hype. Now you were like a part of something that was anonymous, but you knew people knew because you knew people yeah. through it. And I felt so alone when I moved to L.A. that it gave me. Uh, the perfect outlet to just be whatever I wanted that weekend, evolve if I wanted to in a month, try something new and never see it again. It just gave me that 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 platform to uh, perform without knowing you were performing. You know? Yeah, absolutely, awesome. man. And I know, yeah, like, this now it's like <laughs> now, it's, now it's now like what? you're held to it. Now you're held to it. <laughs> you know. No, I'm saying that yeah, I know, a lot know of like, okay, artists. you're a good artist. Okay, well, what's next? You know, yeah, people see something you're doing, they're like, oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, and then after a while, it's like, sometimes they don't even have to say anything. Just so you just know they're like going, so, you know, what's, you working on anything? You know, <laughs> it's or, like, uh, you just get a lot, yeah. a lot of, I don't get, I don't get it. If I go anywhere, if I go anywhere off of like a character's shoulders up, people start asking questions, you know. <laughs> If I, if I just express anything else, it's, it's hard well, dude, to man. stay within that realm. I want to just well, go back. You know. Go ahead. I want to just go back real quick and kind of get to the evolution of the art to get to where we are today. Because we did that character galaxy, right? You're talking about. First of all, I love the characters, man. There's like, uh, you. There's like something unique and f also familiar, but it's new to me at the same time. You know what I mean? So I, I love right, that, man. You said it. You said it right. I love how you, uh, well, I guess that's your goal because that's, that's how I feel about it. So that's awesome that we're conveying the same Rad, thing. Dude. But, you know, you know, one of the cool things I love is like, dude, there's so many cool different styles that you're styling these things because the next evolution I saw was this one, man. And I was like, dude, now, mm -hmm. now that I know this uh, galaxy person 
or you know next was like this and this is a completely different like vibe than so than the previous cool. yeah. you know than the previous one man and i was like dude this is so fucking cool dude and then like you know just to continue it on it kind of went <clears throat> into like this next phase which uh um you know it's like more characters i guess you know they're interacting with galaxy basically too right who's the, what's the name of this character right here just it was just some 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 uh it kind of reminds robot me. I drew, man. <laughs> robot. There you go. There you go. Yeah. It kind of reminds me yeah. a little bit just like of like you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles how Crane was in a brain suit kind of you, you know I yeah, mean for like sure. <clears throat> similar similar but it's like it looks nothing like that man it just like gave me that familiar kind of feeling you know and then like I don't know so from the next phase man I saw that you kind of like went into a, a bunch of different types of characters and then uh, it was you, you know what what about this one man because I've seen I know a lot of people have seen uh you know this one all around the girl with the laser beams uh shooting out of her eyes man yeah that was uh from pike tcf man i I owe a lot to that dude he was one of my first friends mentors uh givers you know he he uh set this thing up just uh had an opportunity for me man and um he set it up with plutonium paint and we just painted this behind melrose behind posers and uh that was really you know he saw a lot in me and he gave me a lot of my first walls uh they to give me those the the opportunities to grow my characters so yeah yeah, that was my that was like my first large scale character that was yeah above me so um and i still do the lasers to this day i thought the lasers were really dope that car like evolved over (laughs) time it It looks like like she's (laughs) zapping the car for those of you who are just listening this amazing uh wall how god that, that wall is what about uh 20 feet high or so on one yeah. spot and then maybe another 25 feet and when it goes up higher 26 27 feet but um so you got this massive image of this uh of this beautiful girl dark hair tank top on with uh those look like little robot heads on the top of the, the floating robot yeah. heads on her dress and yeah uh, i can She's got laser beams coming out of her eyes in the way the picture is taken. It looks like she's zapping this fucking car. It's perfect. What are those on her dress? Um, yeah, so the dress, uh, the, the heads on there are from a now evolved character called Tonka. Uh, like Tonka, like Tonka trucks. Mm. Like, um, <laughs> but he, he's like a big robot character of mine. And I used to draw him a lot too. And he evolved into what he is now. But um yeah, she just had his head on his on her dress, which I thought was pretty clever at the time because I didn't, I've never done that. But um, yeah, I've gone through like pattern patterns. I put patterns on everybody, lasers on everybody. It was all about that. But when I first started out, it was all about the time. So a lot of my characters were just learning about their powers. Okay, so a lot of my poses I was referencing was these like shot characters that were just uh. re- like just figuring out that they had power now so was i in real time i, I was just gonna say man it seems like you were you know representing like yourself that, growing, and growing and 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 gaining and learning and going through the turmoil going through the whole full circle things of living in los angeles and not knowing what you're doing <laughs> but uh my characters were figuring that out before me, you know, and now, um, now I know that, you know, um, it took me a couple of years to even figure that out. So, I mean, like I was just kind of drawing those things 
and might have just felt away. And a couple of years later, man, they turned out to be, oh, yeah, I was going through some stuff. Like, that's why I drew that. And, okay, you can align it with things, you know? Hmm. So that's it. I can um, see this later one. It takes like some sort of, uh, yeah, yeah. I can see so, this later one. It's uh, like they're not in mom. shock anymore. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. And that's, so that's my mom. And a lot of people don't know that. How high and, is that wall about? Uh, my mom. Oh, let's see. Maybe 16 uh, to 20, 18 ooh, feet, um, maybe? I'm, yeah, I'm probably up to the, I mean, you're not even, a, uh, you're under like all the lights and stuff. So you're probably under to her arm patch, like how, like a person, right. like a little patch on oh, her okay. arm. So that's, yeah, about that that's tall. about, yeah. uh, so she's 15, like a little bit more. Foot like, high. That's about a 16 foot yeah. wall. Did you use ladders or what did you use to, when you're working on that? That's a ladder. I was in Miami. That was uh, in South Beach. That, that wall is still there. Uh, the people love me. It's like a tire shop. They love me in there. So, dude, that's uh, impressive to do on a ladder. Okay, um, you know, a lot of times when you know street artists are doing pieces like this, they use lifts. Okay, and when you're using a lift, it's so much easier to spray. You know, because you're not having to hold on to the damn ladder. Oh um, yeah, man. I've, so, dude, I've even recent, more respect uh, for I've, doing this on a ladder, man. Holy shit. I've been I've been on plenty of lifts, but I, I did my recent mural in Kansas City even with a ladder just last month. So like comfortable on a ladder doing fairly large scale walls uh, until you know until it's not cool anymore. But you know, <laughs> 20, it's just way too high. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like 20, 25 feet. You know, whatever. Yeah, but you know what, nice um, James? When I did the 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 building out in uh, industry, and you got that lift, and I was. Dude, I got to tell you, this, this lift that I was using, once it got up to the highest part, which was up around 23, 24 feet or so, man, that thing wobbles. Oh, yeah. It wobbles like crazy. I told myself and, that I, I wouldn't I get my, my highest point when you start doing those uh, squeegee lifts or whatever. They hang over the side of buildings and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what you call them. What do you call them? That like they, they throw them over the side and then you kind of like wheel them up and down? They're, they're like repelling. Um, yeah. I don't know. I know what you're talking about, though. Um, they, they, I don't know. Yeah, they get, they ask, they ask me all the time how big is too big, and that's too big. Uh, that'll be too big the day I do one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little sketchy when you're coming down from a building on, on ropes or wires or whatever, and it's controlling the, the, the piece that you're on. That's, uh, that's some next level stuff right there. I don't know that I have the desire to do that or a whole lot of outdoor stuff that's up that high it's just plus you're dealing with wind too you know you gotta if you're out there on a windy day it's like guess what you're not painting the day if you're gonna be spray painting you gotta be doing that fill with the roller or something and when you have all these when you have all these things going on and you're preparing to paint and you go to your wall and stuff the last thing you check is the weather i mean the weather is like the last thing you check <laughs> uh <laughs> how many times i've gotten in that scenario I, i've painted in snow i've painted in rain i've painted in uh, 125 heat i've painted in so many weathers that and i've never checked for them <laughs> i never knew that it was going to be those Dude, man, I, i'm just thinking I, I just saw you did this like it's like a smaller mural out here in phoenix man let me share the screen real quick but i mean you gotta wait till the winter time to paint in phoenix right you can't be like painting out outdoors like 
in the sun in Phoenix because it's like hot as fuck. You know, you know, you, you don't think about well, it. Well, you being- can, but it's just really, <laughs> yeah, really not desirable, I imagine. This one here on the screen in Kansas City, that's the last mirror oh, I painted. Okay. And I paint and I painted that with a ladder. Okay, okay, nice, yeah, nice. Dude, that's man, it's so a, cool, man. I like it's it because an frame, yeah. It's cool because it goes along with what you said. Like earlier, the ones that the image that we saw, the the characters were in shock or they're new, but you can clearly see it's like the uh, you know I'm not sure if this is uh still the same character, but it's like it's very you know she it looks like she has control of her powers, man. And I love the line work. She's here. definitely in full control. Just you can I yeah. Mean, yeah. This line That's work is a beautiful piece, man. <clears throat> this line work Appreciate is like that. my favorite part of the uh, uh, the piece actually, because if you just look at the the uh the kind of like the roll up is this a roll up door right here in the middle yeah, yeah. yeah see if you just Absolutely. look at the roll up door man it's already a cool design just the neck and the shoulder yeah. and the traps by itself colors man. and everything you know kind of how ha- it kind of yeah. the lines kind of remind me of like a little bit like a native american like kind of like just just you know curves on, on or something like that but it's like dude man when you it's like hey the person can just enjoy just looking at that smaller piece but if you like take you know, 50 steps back, man, you're going to see like a beautiful masterpiece of like the superhero, man. So it kind of has like so many different vibes within like one piece, man. Dude, it's fucking awesome, dude. Well, dude, what I love Thank about you. this piece is it looks like uh, a, a, a smaller piece with stencil work or something like that. The lines are so fucking clean and everything. And then you have these small faded areas and then you see that and you're like, okay, well, wait a second. That can't be no, that's not stenciled. It looks so, like you took a sharpie and then fucking like drew the outline, bro. Like, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> just so damn clean, bro. Shit, I'm pretty good man. with a sharpie, <laughs> dude. I, I, I can imagine. I think you got to be good with a sharpie before you can uh, scale the the wall like this. You know, what I mean, or at least could be good so, with your lines, man. Shit. So yeah, a lot of people have like a lot of uh, new questions with where I'm going with things, you know. But um, a lot of that can be cropped into. And Phoenix are calling it cropism. Um, in Los Angeles, I was just kind of saying oversized. Uh, a lot of it comes from even the direction of the walls that you're even acquired or or given by people, and they're usually like short and long, you know, or like as far as like height, they're very short and then they're very long. Uh, and that yep. might have something to do with like gra- graffiti culture. It might have something to do with uh, just what walls are provided to paint on. I don't know. But, you know, growing into this thing, um, I've kind of just established this thing called larger than life. uh, And we're going beyond the wall. So So what I've I've kind of done is now we're we're breaking through the barriers of what we're given as far as wall space. Uh, And I'm making my own rules on how big I want to paint my characters and where I want to crop it. And what's it what's it to you, you know? But uh, it kind of forms a style, and I'm kind of letting the study kind of perform itself and evolve itself, and been having a really good time. Uh, hey, man, evolving I love from that explanation, man. I mean, I mean, zoomed out. I mean, yeah. when you said cropism, zoomed out I was to zooming like, in now. Is is that like a genre, or I mean, I mean, I've, I've never heard of that word before, man. But that's fucking exactly. Uh, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix seems to think it's it might be a two times used but it, it's what people are starting to say about my work which is really cool because i didn't i didn't think of that i thought of just breaking through the mold of the wall itself and um and now it's been i love the bigger than life really cool uh, term yeah larger well, than man. life larger yeah. than life 
Love yeah, that. man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's so cool. Because well, dude, now you've you've earned the right to do whatever the fuck you want to do with your art. You know what I mean? <laughs> you've, you've been through all the stages and everything, and um, you know, it's kind of like what uh, Picasso did. You know, that dude could paint realistic stuff. You know, he could do whatever the hell he wanted. I think it's just the the new following. You know, they don't scroll back as far as finding my first poster or like finding that evolution. You know, a lot of people see someone do something shoulders up and is really cool. And then they are looking at me going like, where's your shoulders enough? You know? And it's like, yeah, that was like four, five years ago, six years ago, I was doing that, you know, but, uh, <laughs> I know what you mean, man. Like nah. it, it, as, as a, I'm a music producer. Right. And then like, you know, I kind of yeah. just make like what I want to make. I'm like, people are, uh, and a lot of times people are like, Oh, you want to make some trap beats, man. I'm like, you know, there's like a million, you can just type in, generic trap beat and then you're gonna find something that you love because it's already it's already been done like a billion and times <laughs> you know it's fun or whatever and that's but fine like you know it's it's just my adventure through my art and uh the growth from my my true following you know the people that are invested in my art and do have a input into my brain of what i'm going what i like what i don't and um and just kind of that like a lot of people question you for the moves you make yet they're not making them themselves so i don't really know how to connect with like telling someone well this is what i'm doing today uh you're just gonna have to kind of catch up because a lot of art today is it's just so visual and like if i like it right now so they might not invest in those artists that i invested in which are my peers and people i read in magazines people i watched in the first documentaries of this stuff uh they weren't doing that they just got an instagram in 2019 you know whatever <laughs> like so it's possible you know what i'm saying like the world that you know i can be in whatever art world i want to be in as long as my peers and like there's a you know if i'm not following so much my peers i'm creating an avenue for myself so yeah um, man. that's and that's well what said. it was about i grew up i grew up painting every, like pop culture pokemon mickey mouse whatever like and there's no problem with that. It's just now I've always been evolutionary. Like I've always been just like, okay, what does this lead me to throughout my life? And that's just me personally. So now that I'm in art and now that I'm doing these characters, it's how I'm going to do these characters. It's not just 10 more years of just characters. It's just how, hey, man. Gonna, how I love... am I going to break the mold of character illustration? You know? Just just talking about yeah. this, man. Okay, like... Well, that looks like... Um... Yeah, so this is a collab between me and my boy, Thank You X. Thank you. I was just going to say, it. it looks like Thank You X. I was just going to say, <laughs> and, then, okay. and then like, and that's in Chicago. Okay. Like, what I, what I do, man, we, we would love to have Thank You X on the show, man, uh, at some point in time, too. Uh, but, like, yeah. you know, I, I know this style is very, like, kind of like trademark Thank You X. But when I saw this, I was like, it's super cool because it's exactly what you're talking about, man. It's like these small little, like, when I see these, I think comic books, but I'm not actually seeing anything except for shapes and lines, actually. You, you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah, then, exactly. And then, like, for me, when I, I know this style that Thank You Excess, I don't know, this kind of cube 3D thing. Uh, well, that's one of the styles. One of the styles, yeah. And then, I mean, it's such a good collab. That's why I want to just kind of, like, bring bring this up, man, because it's like... That's such a beautiful uh, you know, vision, you know, just dude. really breaking down what it is, like, that makes something look like a comic to individual lines and colors and then kind of reconstructing it back, man. So dude, big ups yeah. to this, man. Shout out, dude. Seriously. Which is really which is really dope about that wall is the significance. Uh, you know, when I first uh 
was here in Los Angeles and going maybe say lab art and stuff like that again. Um, sorry for the shout outs to them, but, uh, oh, that's the only so time, cool. that's the only timeline I know, but, uh, he was in there and like, you know, I, I, or at a time, then he wasn't, but I was following him and Gregory and Mar and just everybody like that. And the first shows I ever went to was thank you X show and stuff like that. And, and, in LA and, uh, so like, you know, within five to seven years, I'd say there we are in Chicago, uh, because of what I built and he's just continued being the legend he is. So it was just an honor to, uh, uh, collab with him after, uh, being out there in Chicago with him, I assisted him on a really big gig for him and his art. And, uh, he hired me as an assistant and brought That's me out awesome. to Chicago and then, we had some extra time before we caught a plane and we painted a couple roll downs in, in, in downtown Chicago. So yeah. uh, big ups, yeah, big ups to him and he's, he's a good, good homie of mine. So I've always had a lot of respect for thank you. He was getting up back when I was first getting up. He was, he's always been yeah. around. He's another one that has, has pushed the envelope on his style and development and everything. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I always appreciate his, uh, his honesty, like I put up a couple of posts before where he was like, you know, kind of um, gave me some uh, criticize, uh, critique on, which was good constructive, yeah. you know, um, it was like who I was dealing with at the time. It wasn't the work. It was who I was dealing with at the time or uh, who the piece was of. And, uh, you know, it was just basically looking out for me and, and, you know, making sure that something bad didn't happen to me or something like that. And I uh, just yeah. always have tons of respect for him because he's, you know, he's still, uh, he's still active. He's still, you know, keeps track of, of, of people and, and, I uh, love that about him. So big, oh, uh, yeah, big man. shout out to he's, thank you uh, X, man. Cheers. Absolute. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's paving the way. He's got some really radical things coming up and, uh, yeah, man, he was a big, big reason. He was a big poster artist when I got, came up. So like, man, if my poster was anywhere near a Thank You X poster, I thought I was so lit, you know? Right. Absolutely. I was, telling, I, was I was buying myself beers. <laughs> because I was next to that dude, you know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, just the just the good dudes and the good people in LA, you know, that would that would um, mentor you without even knowing it, and just kind of if you ask, would give you an answer. You know, a lot of people I feel have a problem with that in the art world. Where, well, not just um, there's the like this, yeah, there's but... like this, there's this stubbornness to like ask questions or like ask uh, how your prints made, dude. You know how many times I've. I've uh, had a non-answer to how many people in LA asked, hey man, how'd you just print that out? And they just shouldered me, you know, cold shoulder me, bro. Like man, where you just man. print paper. Like I'm gonna yeah. steal their, I'm gonna steal their clout, you know, where I, you know. But, uh, <laughs> yes. I've dealt with the, several the, situations like that before. The, you just like, the, I, I, you, yeah. they don't want you to be a customer of, of the place that's, that they're, they're, they're working with. That's like very, this, what do you, you mean know? you want to get to, you, you want to get your art, the same printed I get art at, pay for this. <laughs> I pay no, I mean, full it, price. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what though, man, what, like, that, that's something, I think that's something that has like, uh, uh, with the internet, with YouTube videos coming out, with just like, you can always find out a way like yourself. I think that mentality is just kind of like old school or not everybody. I'm not saying every old school person has it, but it's just like that type of mentality that you don't want to share the knowledge, man. It's like, for me, that's out the window, man, because one thing you're kind of just like isolating yourself. You're like, Hey, I'm so much better than all, all you guys. And I can't even share the information, man, because it's like, check this out. When the guy comes up, and he's on the James same has level a problem in the music business, big time. 
Oh, I mean, that, that's just how, this is how musicians are, man. Like at the end, it's always like, a lot of people are like, hey, are you on my level? How many fucking social media followers do you have, dude? You, you know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, so I mean, especially recognizing talent and just like, hey, being a fucking cool person just because, man. I mean, I, I think like, you know, that's more in trend these days because like, you know, not all blue check people, man, but fucking a lot of y'all, dude. If you got a blue yeah. check, you think you're like the shit or something, dude. You know what I mean? And now, I'm fucking, this is me personally. Okay, I've met a lot of these motherfuckers, that's all. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? I've been through a lot of motherfuckers as well. <laughs> and I, you know, two things is that like, I used to play music and in the music industry and tour and stuff. And I actually came up and learned about the business in Hollywood before I lived there. And that's why I moved there because uh, music introduced me. And I played uh, a showcase uh, at Whiskey A Go Go. And nice. we, we played, you know, played all kinds of things before I even moved to LA to, to introduce me to mm. the life, you know? And um, I thought music was so shady, man. I left it, I left it at 22, <laughs> and, uh, 21. I, and I moved, I moved to LA, you know, just Smart, to, to see what else I was gonna do. People but uh, the music that. industry, they're still suffering. I mean, these guys are still coming home broke and just, ah, and they're so, they're rock stars. I mean, they're rock stars. And, a know, lot of times they don't understand exactly how much they're making and they don't know how much or what's being spent on what. And then the next thing you know, their managers tell them, well, dude, after we paid for the bus and the plane tickets and you want to stay at that fancy hotel and have those nice meals and everything, well, what there's cheese not much left. <laughs> you want that box yeah, water, bitch? You, you know, yeah, I mean, you want it? Yeah, you want box water? You want fucking gray goose? Dude. You know, no, Who and the you thing is, you are? <laughs> and the thing is, like, dude, people you're don't. On a record label or something? <laughs> Even then, man, you, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, remember that time you drank that box water? Now we got to deduct. This is why you're getting no money now. This is why we're I keeping remember, all. <laughs> I remember going up. To my showcase, I remember going, I was like 19 when I got showcased because I, I played a little after. And um, I've been touring a little bit, 19, dude. And this guy straight up in Hollywood took me to, took our band up to this high rise over, you know, Burbank and put us in this hot tub at the top of this building. And was just like, you're going to, we're going to sign you and we're going to own you for like six years. And we're just, you're never going to be, you're never going to make money. <laughs> I was just all. <laughs> Really? <laughs> well, I think I'll just do something else. <laughs> Dude, you know what, man? You're very smart, man. Because you know what? There's a lot of, there's a lot of like, people. I think I can do something. In yeah. six years, I think I can do something else in six years, you know? Dude, Jesus. thank you for sharing Holy that knowledge, shit. man. Because, like, you know, a lot of people, especially in the music industry, man, it's like, they're so desperate just to be loved, man. You, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. You, you like... You you'll you'll listen you'll listen okay let me just let me just give you every every fucking thing you, you know and if you're a 19 year old kid I'm so happy that it's like dude you have the the foresight you probably you're like dude I can draw and then sell this man like why can't I get paid when I drum like you, you know or or play guitar or something well, I had something else you know <laughs> I, had, I had two things going on I played guitar but I also was going to like you know graphic art school so I had a laptop on tour and I was like doing classes and then playing shows and then Dude, this is you know hustler, man. things like that wow. so but this is well see this is the shit that uh, no one in la even gets to know bro because they don't they don't even make it that far into your relationship uh no one asked me this shit the 10 years i lived in la you know uh, so, and i was all coming out <laughs> they don't way. have time to they're too busy with their own shit 
who the fuck was this dude? I don't even know. I burned him and I don't even know him. <laughs> and and yeah. now, you know, but it's fine. Uh, uh, but yeah, we were doing a lot of stuff real young. My mom had to sign, my parents had to sign a waiver like when I was 17 to go on tour of the, the nation, you know. Damn. And I, I, and I was playing warp tours and I was doing stuff like that at oh, pretty young. Shit. So we were, you know, we were flipping things all the time, man. I, I, I mean, put my name on it. I'll try to sell it to you, you know, and that's me at 17. That was me at 15 uh, and then 17 and then 19 and then 22 when I got to L.A. And then just kind of the, yeah, no one's helping you out. So get, get to work. You know, what do I know how to do? When I started hustling while I had a job, like while I had a a nice job, a job that paid me very well, and I, you know, didn't really have to look twice at, at leaving that job. But uh, dude, man, but I, mean, I got it's that job. Drive, at, bro. You got drive. Yeah, yeah but then of, I worked. I worked my a lot ass of people off. Lack. <laughs> I worked my ass off to stop working sixty hours a week, and that was when I started doing double time. When I started flipping my stuff on the weekends, having booths outside Fame Yard. Uh, shout out Eddie Donaldson. Hell yeah, Ghost Gallery yeah. type stuff. Gorilla One. You know. Yeah, once once I started doing that kind of stuff, um, I got seen um, by like Blick Art Materials, right? And then they hired me. They offered me a job because I was bitching about not having time for art. <laughs> and they hired me. <laughs> so I went to like a part-time job at, in, in the center, you know, teach, you know, center of Hollywood. And just because I knew how to put out aisle stacks and sell canvases and sell extra product, my GM was like, pay this man, whatever he wants. He wants to paint in the garage, paint in the garage. What do you want a free can? Here's a free canvas. Do you want some markers? Here's some crinks. Like, you know, he was just like, cause I was just making money for him. I was coming in from Coca-Cola to Blick, which is sorry that, you know, it's not comparison, but it is, you know, where I could just, <laughs> I could crush at Blick, you know, and then perform as an artist even more. It was part-time. I had, I had twice the, the time now to focus on my art. So once that happened, I spent about three years at, at Blick. And within that Blick, I not only met everyone in the city, I hooked up everybody I could uh, just by whispering into my GM's ear, like this is somebody, give them 40% off, whatever. And he was doing the same thing. We were, we were fucking making all this money. And then we started curating the downstairs and I brought in a lot of my friends and a lot of people that have hooked me up and I gave them wall space which is still there. And I even left, uh, uh, if you remember, I left, when I left uh, LA, I curated that, that, that group show at Angel City. Yes. And that was, and that, that was, was a also, part of, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And that was also like to give back, you know, to people that have done something for me while my time in LA, you know, I can't, I'm still, still in debt and I'm still, still chiseling away to that debt, but uh, I still am, you know, and uh, that was very important, man. And it was just because I came around and asked questions just because someone knew me from somewhere like Blick and then I'd also come and just crack a beer and watch you paint. I really didn't want just, I didn't want the wall. I wanted to watch you paint, you know, and, uh, and just hang out and be a part of the culture. And that's, that's really led me to where I'm at now. It's because I just wanted to, to really know, to really know it and uh, support it and do everything I could my power. So dude, now you have the drive and the know. motivation, man. That's what makes it. Uh, that's what makes it real. So, dude, for people who would like to, uh, you know, purchase some of your work or hire you to do or whatever, 
what is the best way to reach you? Um, if anything custom, you can always DM me, man. Uh, you know, on my, my Instagram is madman art and my uh, shop is mdmnshop.com. I have t-shirts, small canvases, stuff like that. Masks from time to time. So, you know, just, uh, all my large scale stuff commission or on artsy with some galleries and then everything small, like wearables and collectibles is going to be on my website. So. Nice. Hell yeah, man. Dude, Dude we got awesome. we to hang out with this guy and crack a beer in the studio with this guy next time. Oh, we, I was going to say, we probably need to do a couple more of these podcasts. Oh, yeah, dude. Probably dude. catch up with you guys all the time. I feel like I know you, James, all, for all these years, even though, you know. You think oh, we, shit, I think I'm honored that you – Dude, I'm honored that you, that you, you know, just like uh, just any any anybody who listens, man, to to the show, man. I just want to give a special thanks, and you know, people reach out and they're like, yes. "Hey, how do I be on the? How do I like join the community and be on the show?" It's just like, "Hey, man, send us a DM. Don't be shy, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it takes balls to be on this show and to just talk to the world, man. And just know, we don't have any regular way of figuring out the show. You know, a lot of times it has to do with one or other of our schedules. Uh, luckily, with the we've been able to do the Zoom through the pandemic, which has made it a little bit more regular type thing. But you know, when we're doing stuff in studio, you know, it's it's not as regularly as often as this, but it is so much better. Just it to be is able more to, like, of a fun time. And not have that that hesitation <laughs> in between the uh, you know the cutoff of, with the Zoom and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, next time you're out in LA, let us know. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll try to schedule, uh, you know, a podcast for that during yeah, that time. Uh, Dude, what I would love yeah, is I like, say I'm, I'm trying to come go for it. Oh, a few guys Sorry. basically like, you know, you, you said you had mentioned, you know, phobic. We just had phobic inside the studio too. now get more guys hanging out, cracking beers and maybe tell a few stories yeah. of, you know, uh, the journey basically that's been, you, you know, I'm so we'll definitely have you back, man. Dude, and like I said, thank you for supporting the show, man coming on the show and uh, also supporting my man teach uh when i hear people say like dude like you know respected peer dude like that always makes me feel good because i always like i said i just you know wanted to support this man and like he doesn't get enough recognition oh, yeah. so, so you know definitely man do you remember what you were gonna say before he interrupted you sorry <laughs> nope <laughs> no <laughs> uh no no, I just appreciate what you guys do and, um, you know, having the outlet, of course, it's awesome to see you guys do it and out of L.A. and give people these platforms to kind of um, do what we couldn't do uh, when we we're all all in a, in a perfect world, you know, and, and talk some of this stuff out and express some of this, the stories that we don't know and uh, get to it, you know, because a, a lot of us were around for a reason. So uh, yeah. the stories just add add flavor, man, and, and, and get and get more in depth with it. So. I really appreciate you guys having me on, and it was an honor. And I want to do it come again. again man. Hell to come yeah! Out. Dude, I'm trying to <laughs> most I'm trying to come out. I'm trying to come out in uh, like December in LA, do a little LA run, see the peeps, and just like kind of, you know, with all the COVID stuff, we're gonna watch closely what what, what I can do. But uh, uh, I'm definitely trying to come here in the next couple of weeks in LA if it's okay. If not, I'll come first thing as soon as it's as soon as it's checked. That's okay, man. You know, hell yeah right? hell yeah can't be wait be safe bro, bro. So, be safe yeah. Hell yeah man you guys have a hell of a night man and uh, you know I can't wait to see all this and I appreciate you guys I'll talk to you guys soon hell yeah to bro the thanks for your time man really appreciate right. you to the audience please leave right, us a review uh, follow us at PTTP show uh, and follow Mad Mad at Mad Man Art thank you everybody take care and peace peace